welcome back to another episode of the Pilgrim Podcast. This week, I have some exciting episodes for you. And to come to think of it, Jesus is alive. He's no longer in the grave. This reality is the reason for this podcast and everything about what we believe in Christianity. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they shall see God. The question I want to answer in today's episode is this. What does it mean to see God? What will it mean in the end to see God? This desire, woven deep into the fabric of our being, is at once one of the scripture's great promises and puzzles. Christ himself has promised the greatest of all sights to those who are pure in heart. And among the most famous lines penned by the Apostle Paul is, now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflection in the mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 12. Hebrews tells us that those who are not holy, will not see the Lord. Hebrews 12 verse 14. And in the final chapter of Revelation, we read that God's people will see his face. Revelation 22 verse 4. Christians have long called this great promise, the beautific vision. I don't know if my pronunciation is correct, but the phrase means the sight that makes happy. As creatures who seek happiness, this is the great happiness to come. The moment when we at last stand face to face before our God to perceive Him visually and immediately and more. So, what does this seeing God mean? What does it mean to see God? First, to see God means to be admitted into His presence. After the plague of darkness in Egypt, Pharaoh exploded to Moses with, with these words, Get out of here, Pharaoh shouted at Moses. I am warning you, never come back to see me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Very well, Moses replied, I will never see your face again. That is Exodus chapter 10 verse 28 to 29. When a king says, you will never see my face again, he means, I will never grant you admission again into my presence. In the same way, you call a graphics designer today and say, that is me, I'm the graphics designer. Can I see Mr. Living today? I am Mr. Living. I'm the one. <laughs> you don't mean, can I see him from a distance or can I see a picture of him? When we ask to see someone who can solve our problem, for example, we mean, can I have an appointment to be with him? So the first thing seeing God means is being admitted into his, into his presence. Secondly, seeing God means being enthralled by his glory, by a direct experience of his holiness. After God confronted Job in the whirlwind, Job said, 
I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Virtually, all our spiritual sight in this life is mediated to us through the Word of God, the Bible, or the work of God in providence. We see images and reflections of His glory. We hear echoes and revibration of His voice. But there will come a day when God Himself will dwell among us. His glory will no longer be inferred from lightning and mountains and rolling seas and and constellation of stars. Instead, our experience of God will be direct. His glory will be be the very light in which we move and the beauty of his holiness will be tasted directly like honey in the mouth so seeing god means not only being admitted into his presence but also being enthralled by a direct experience of his glory finally i'll be closing with this last point Seeing God means being comforted by His grace. Again and again, the psalmist cried out to God that He not hide His face from them. For example, in Psalm 27, verses 7 to 9, David says, Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. Do not turn your back on me. The King James Version says, Hide not thy face from me. Do not turn your back from me is the same as saying, Be merciful to me. This means that seeing the face of God is considered to be a, a, a sweet and comforting experience. If God shows his face, we are helped. If he turns his face away from us or he turns his back on us, we are dismayed, we are, we, are, we are miserable. So when Jesus promises the reward of seeing God, there are at least three things he implied. One, we will be, we, are, we will be admitted to his presence, not just kept in the waiting room. Two, we will be enthralled by a direct experience of his glory. And you will be helped and comforted by His grace. And this we will have, in part now and fully in the age to come, if we are pure in heart. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Pilgrim Podcast. If you find it helpful, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast or search our growing archive for more episodes. Join me next time as we journey through scripture, exploring the Christian life and what it practically means to live as a pilgrim in this world.